Hey, you're listening to the Dudes Talking Sports Podcast. I'm Casey Foreman. And I'm Austin Baroff. We're a couple of guys talking about what's going on in the world of sports. This is our first podcast together, and it'll be streaming on Spotify every Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, guys? You're listening to Dudes Talking Sports. I'm Casey Foreman, and I'd like to officially welcome back my co-host, Austin Baroth, who is telecommuting from home. Uh, Austin, how are you doing, man? Hey, what's up, man? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing good, man. Yeah, good to hear from you. Good to have you back on. Uh, missed your opinion. I'm excited to get going. Uh, you about ready? Oh, for sure. Cool, cool. Well, let's start out with... Uh, your team, the New England New England Patriots. So, Bill Belichick has come out and, and said, uh, released to the public, that Jared Stidham, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, uh, will be starting for the Patriots at quarterback. As a Patriot fan, um, I want to know your thoughts on naming him the starting QB um, going forward. You know, I'm, uh, I'm all bored. Still, uh, obviously, we haven't seen enough if I'm sold on him for the full-time future. But right. for this next season, let's do it, you know. I think he's a good enough player that no matter what happens, like, let's say, if, like, I just, if we do terrible, I don't see him him necessarily being the reason. The I reason, like, you guys are bad next year, basically? Yeah, he's not going to be the one losing us games. Yes, there's going to be pressure on him. And people are going to, if they do start losing some games, like, hey, man, you know, you're not Tom, like, you know. And no, you're going to have, he's going to have that pressure but, holding over his head the whole, uh, it's obvious, though, you have to. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be just, like, too bad. Like, I don't think he's going to be out here just doing anything too terribly stupid. And I mean, he was drafted by Bill Belichick, right? Like. Everyone else he's drafted seems to, at least at the quarterback position lately, off the top of my head, the ones I can name at least seem to have panned out well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely like, it's, 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 yeah, you're right. There's a track history for it, and uh, it definitely shows. Not necessarily with all his picks, <laughs> you know? Not all his picks, but at the quarterback position, yeah. Oh, for sure. The thing that people forget a lot about Stidham is that he really he started out as a very high uh, recruit coming out of high school. I, he was, I want to say he was number one in his class. I know he was the number one quarterback coming out of Texas, and if you're the number one dude coming out of Texas, right, that's a big deal, man. Texas, know, right? Yeah, dude, football, you know, football country. High school football is college football level. It's that religion, is, basically, it's, right? It's wild. So when you're the number one dude, you got a lot of eyes already looking at you. And he went to Baylor, right? Like, started at least at Baylor. Yeah, his high school stats are, I mean, they're insane. I mean, there's a game where uh, they had a shootout, and it went to, uh, I was looking at it, it was like 69-60 to or like 69-63. They won that shootout in another game where he threw for almost 500 yards, like seven TDs. Wow. You know, he was balling out there. And then as a freshman, he heads to Baylor. And this is still, 
before Matt Rule had gotten there. So this oh, okay. We were seeing like Pete Baylor. They were constantly within that top ten, top fifteen range in the rankings. I mean, they were probably only losing a game or two a year. You know, this was this was the peak for Baylor, and he uh, didn't play a whole lot at the beginning of the year. Got for Baylor, a bit. Uh, but towards the middle of the year. Uh, he came in, had a good game against Kansas State, threw for 419 yards, three TDs, zero interceptions. Then after that, and that, that was the first game I'm starting. Then after that, the game against Oklahoma, which, I mean, when you're getting thrown up against Oklahoma, it's your second game starting. Yeah. You're going to have you can have a rough time. He, he, they didn't lose that game. He threw for 257 two TDs, two interceptions, mm-hmm. but bounced back against Oklahoma State, uh, 258, one TD, but that's when it all started going bad. He did uh, get injured, and he broke something in his uh, bone, in his right ankle, Oh, I believe it is. Uh, so he was out for the season after that, yeah. transferred away. Headed over to Auburn, and I mean, those two interceptions you said that he threw that one game. Those were his only two interceptions that whole time yeah, he was if in you Baylor. Look at the so, stat like, line for the entire season at Baylor, he played in ten games. Yeah, he started three of them. Through twelve touchdowns, seventy-five of one hundred nine, so sixty-eight point eight mm-hmm. percentage. Mm-hmm. 12.65 for yardage, uh, 11.6 average. He yeah. Was, yeah, 12 and 2 for TD interception. Yeah. Really solid. Mm-hmm. And that's playing with a lot of really good, talented offensive weapons. Well, obviously, Baylor didn't really see and take or uh, look into taking the risk with that ankle or whatever the injury was exactly. Yeah. And uh, moved, I, on, I, moved I, on to I, Auburn. I don't there, but he definitely. Uh, left to go over to Auburn. Yeah. And junior year wasn't too shabby. 246 of uh, 376. Is that his junior or his sophomore year? Was it his sophomore year? Sophomore, technically, like redshirt. Oh, but yeah. Okay. I got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, you're right on that. Uh, 3,158 yards, 18 TDs, 6 interceptions. Not bad. We're looking at this Auburn team that was in 2017. This is definitely when Auburn had a dip <coughs> in talent after yeah. uh, the whole run with Brandon Marshall and everything. Oh, I think that was like 2014-2015. They, uh, they definitely had a dip there. And then coming back for his final year, he was 224 of 369- that was a uh, 60.7%. So there was a dip, obviously, but you said there was a loss in talent, obviously, yeah. that last year. It wasn't exactly his fault. Or 2,794 yards, 18 TDs, 500 So same. So he kept up that TD rate, dropped the interception. So, you know, there's... Late game less. With less talent, supposedly, right? Uh, and yes, there was definitely, a, and then again, another dip in talent that year. Uh, Dipping everything as well for stats, but yeah. his uh, first year when he played at Auburn is that 
they <coughs> were able to uh, win in the Iron Bowl, which, I mean, it's a pretty big thing. Beat Alabama, it's a good sign. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's, yeah. They had wins against Alabama. They had wins against Georgia. I mean, so he definitely came out and so we see um, good programs in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see him. We see the stats in college and everything. We see him get drafted by the Patriots. Um, so you think it translates right right away? You think we kind of see we see what we kind of saw from him in the past? I know, I know you well, said you don't think he's going to be the reason they lose, but do you think he can be a factor in winning? Because you didn't exactly say that either. Yeah, I know, and that's the thing. You know, it. it you don't want to. You don't want to give him the tag of the game manager because exactly backs are really managing. Like exactly, I just I'm not huge on that, but he can kind of fit in that boat. The reason I don't think he's going to is because, uh, I, I really think he does still like. There's talent there. There obviously is some talent. Uh, he can move around more than Tom Brady could. I'm not saying this dude's got burners by any means. I mean, I really wouldn't even be Nobody's that comfortable running. Ath- athletic, though, right? Like, somewhat athletic. He's got that But, yeah, that he's factor. way more athletic. He can definitely... Not that Tom was bad at moving around the pocket, because his instincts on in the pocket were good. But I just think that he's actually going to physically have that more athletic ability in the pocket, which is just going to help draw plays out a little bit longer, hopefully. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's, he can he, he has had trouble at times fitting it into some really tight windows on... Uh, like the big third down throws, or what, what are you talking about? Like big plays, or... Yeah, just, just when, just when, not not necessarily just like in those situations, but just when it is a big play opens up and he can hit somewhere ah, got you. further downfield in some tighter window. He had some trouble in college with that, and watching him in the preseason and those couple games that he did have, he threw some ball. And his stats in the preseason actually weren't that bad. I don't remember exactly, uh, but I know he had like four TDs and an interception. I don't know the yardage and completion percentage and all that but he definitely threw some balls that I just thought should have been interceptions and they got dropped or just you know it's like he needs to definitely work on some of that tighter window accuracy but I just I think having Josh McCowns as the offensive coordinator and clearly this kid has some talent like there's stuff to work with I think they're going to find something I just, I just don't know who. I know I don't think it really matters who you put in there right now. I, they don't have the weapons on offense to really put up numbers or put up points. Obviously, they're going to play that defensive game and uh, rely on that side of the of the ball. But like I said, I don't, I don't think it matters who they have at quarterback right now. Um, they don't have the weapons, I think, to do damage. They're really going to be relying on that on that defense. Uh, on that defense, and I think they are going to be missing Tom Brady and exactly what he did bring. Like, I think all the all of the uh, not so great parts of the team are really going to stand out next year when when he's not there making them look. I don't want to say making them look good, but you know he's out there um, playing great. You're playing with the best quarterback of all time. You know, so 
I think it's really going to show uh, what Tom meant to that team. But uh, I like the move with Stidham. Um, I don't I, – but at the same time, I'm seeing, you know, mock drafts with, with Jordan Love going to the Patriots. So, you know, we'll, we'll never – we don't know. Uh, I want to see what happens after the draft with free agency and everything. I don't think they're going to go sign a big free agent. They, I think they went out and signed a backup quarterback already. A guy who already played for the Patriots, right? It's like an old-time vet. Yeah, he's already our old, our old classic backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't see them going and getting the third quarterback since they already got those two on the roster. I think they'll play it out, which is, I mean. Yeah, they dropped Cody Kessler. It's just the two of them on the roster yeah. now. They're not drafting any quarterback. Yeah. Trust me. Oh, no, they might still maybe draft him, but I highly But Jordan Love is my point. I don't think they're going up and getting a guy who, who no, people they think can win. They might bring someone in just for, like, camp reasons, add a little bit more competent. Yeah. Typical kind of. Right, like another vet maybe bring in a game manager type guy maybe. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, I like it. I'm excited to see. I'm excited for any sport in general, to be honest. So of course, I'm excited for this. Um but let's let's um, switch and move topics. Um, let's talk about my Cowboys and the uh, Alden Smith signing. I don't think we've had a chance to really talk about that yet. Um, one year deal. We we know what he uh, what he brought to the game when he was on the field. The only trouble is uh, getting him on the field and keeping him on the field. Uh, do you think pros and cons? You know, do you think? Uh, the pros will outweigh those cons in in this signing, or what do you make of this? I got it. I'm actually pretty curious to see what you think. I mean, if he's productive, it's great. But dude, oh, I should I should mention this: the guy, Alden Smith, has not played in four years. He's not played in an NFL game. In four years, it could be five because I think his last game was in 2015. I don't think he even played in 2016 because he didn't play much of that season. Um, four to five years since he's played, and uh, we see the stats. You know, when he was on the field, dude was an obvious Pro Bowler. Uh, let me just whip out some stats. So his rookie year, 14 sacks. Uh, we talked about er, talked about this earlier. 27 QB hits his rookie year. Uh, I think you talked. You said he wasn't a Pro Bowler correct no and i don't know how you're not a pro bowler with numbers like that i thought he was a pro bowler multiple years only once it only shows once mm. well that one year he was a pro bowler let's talk about that so 19.5 yeah, sacks back in his sophomore season even harder which how, it's hard it's better for exactly him. right and then 30, so tackles lost 34 uh combined mm-hmm. tackles 31 solo like mm-hmm. great stats and then, so he increased the sacks. Sorry, sorry. He increased the sacks by five and increased the QB hits by two. Rookie to sophomore year after not having a good rookie year. We've seen a lot of guys somewhat plateau and have a mediocre sophomore. You know what I mean? That sophomore year is kind oh, of a test. Slump is a thing. Yeah, it's definitely that test. And he broke through, man. He pro he proved that he's he he was legit. And uh, but the, his uh, the doubts for him like we know, aren't really on the field, though. We know what he can bring when he's healthy and when he's on the field. It's just all the troubles he's had. He's had. I'm not going to really, you know, we're not going to go in depth with, with all the issues he's had, but I just hope he can um, stay away from those because obviously that's that's the reason he hasn't played in four years. 
Uh, he, he has people vouching for him, saying, you know, he's been clean for nine months and has been preaching, you know, that he's been clean. And he isn't shy about, you know, his story. And he's he's saying that this is a new a new chance. And he's thankful for the signing with the Cowboys. And I'm happy with it. I'm, uh, I'm glad we made the signing. I think after losing Robert Quinn, obviously you can't sign him. You can't compete with the deal that Chicago gave him. It was just, you know, absurd. Um, I think he was making eight million, and then he goes and signs that huge deal. I don't know the specifics with Chicago. I don't. I don't want to throw a number out, but it's a number that yeah, I don't think. And what was due? Because I mean, okay, he he did lead the team in sacks, but man, I don't think and he 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 wouldn't have gotten that anywhere else. And uh, Chicago, I, I don't want to say. I liked him a lot. He obviously led the team in sacks, but definitely. You're if he didn't go to Chicago, he probably would have stayed with the Cowboys. Yeah, and gotten would not have gotten paid nearly the same because no one else I, I think would saying. have would have given given him that deal. I don't blame him for taking it. You know, uh, Chicago offered him that much. I take it. You know, I don't, he's not going to win as much, but he's making a lot more money. He's on that. He's on that awesome defense, which. Who knows? If they put a decent QB in there, we've talked about that before. I don't think they have the right person in that position. But if you put the right guy there, that that's a winning team. Um, so I don't blame him for leaving. But back to Alden Smith, the Cowboys needed to replace, uh, you know, an edge rusher. And after losing Robert Quinn, the guy like I said, he led the team in sacks. Um, I think you can't really. You, you could have done better, um, but I think this is almost th- as far as the bright side, like the the, the pros that, that that it could be. Uh, I think it's it could be a home run with if uh, if he shows up. Obviously, the commissioner has to okay him being back into the league since he hasn't played in so long. I don't think that would be an issue, but um, factors, you know, there are all sorts of factors going into him playing. He has to stay healthy and stay motivated, stay focused, and uh, he has to. At the end of the day, he's to come out and play. I know he's like thirty or at twenty or thirty pounds over what he was at uh, playing weight, so he is a little. He's put some weight on. I don't know if that's gonna be working to his advantage. You know, at that position, yeah, maybe. I don't see him hybriding as much as he used to. Exactly. So we we talked about that. We we saw him moving to other positions, not not staying just as that edge. In his rusher. most productive year, he played majority of his snaps as a linebacker exactly so he can move around Um, i think it's a potential home run i hope he can show up stay healthy stay motivated um potentially though i I like the things they're doing on the defense i don't think it's a huge improvement overall but i do think they improved i think they got a little older a little smarter and I think that's going to translate more because we saw a team make a lot of issues on both sides of the ball a lot lot of penalties so um, yeah that's gonna be yeah he's almost at 300 pounds i think he was playing originally like what 265 relatively to that speed that could be very it could be but i'm worried dude put on 30 pounds somewhat lost that speed because that's more likely after not playing for four years i think that's the more likely thing like six what is he six three i don't know his exact Stats, but I know he's about 260, 265, I believe. In his heyday, he's 6'5. Yeah, he's 6'5. 300 pounds, 6'5. That's that's Zion, man. He ran a 474. That's Zion. It's pretty quick. 
Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like the move. Uh, what are your final thoughts on the signing? you think it'll pan out? Yeah, and I'm going to be completely honest. If it doesn't end up being that great, I just don't think... I don't think you can blame him, right? Noise about it, you right, know? right. You can't blame him for taking the, the, the chance, right? Yeah. I don't think they'll get, they're will get. going to end up getting too much flack for it, on, you know? Right, so if he comes out and just belly flops, you know, you, you pull the... He hasn't played in five years. We took a chance. He, we only signed him to a $4 million deal one year. You know what I mean? Like... It's not like he's breaking the bank or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I think the pros or the the yeah, the the good outweighs the bad potentially. Potentially, that Cowboy team is still a. I still think it's a mess. I don't know. I think they need a slot receiver. You need to go sign Des Bryant, put him in the slot. You need a veteran guy. Guy can go make plays. You're gonna be missing Randall Cobb. Um, you gotta sign your freaking quarterback to a long term deal. <laughs> You gotta get a couple. I think you need another corner. Um, we'll see. I still believe in him. <laughs> we'll see. What's the definition of insanity? Again, do you know? Uh, like like official. Yeah, I think like, it's doing the same. Dictionary. Yeah, I think it's like doing the same thing over and over. I don't know if that's actually what it is, but that's necessarily what I say. So it's if you're doing the same thing over and over, and, oh, and expecting a different result. result. I'm sorry. Or, or something different. You're expecting like, a you're different result. I'm sorry. Yeah, a different result. Exactly. I'm sorry. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Exactly. Because clearly something's wrong. So, so, exactly. Sorry. I was trying. I was trying to make a good point. Kind of spilled, in, you know, egg on my face a little bit. <laughs> no, no, you're okay. But it's cool with you. I say we take a little break, and then uh, yeah. come back and talk about some NBA. Cool. Yeah, sounds sounds like I'm good with it. All right, man. All right, guys. We will be right back. Right, guys welcome back uh me and austin are have decided to finish the show up uh talking some nba uh with the recent hall of fame induction uh going on we want to talk about the three uh players that were inducted um so first off the, the three players were kevin garnett uh tim duncan and kobe bryant let's first talk about kevin garnett um austin uh first ballot hall of famer Deserved for KG? Of course. I mean, all three of these guys. No, yeah. Yeah. You know, no brainers. No brainers, for sure. Definitely. And their impacts on the game. They're they're up there, for sure. They're some of the best players. In the all-time status, right? Those are some of the guys you're going to talk about, you know? You know, that, that's why. It's like, they aren't just the Hall of Famers. These are first ballot guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. They were the faces of a generation in the NBA, essentially. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, for, and, and for me... And faces of their own franchises for years. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. They, they came in as young guys yeah. after the old guys had left. Yeah. Who were 
for the old and really ushered in that new kind of age. Yeah, exactly. We want to start getting into the 2000s. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Like these were the guys. Uh, to me, it's really uh, cool to see Kevin Garnett go. Uh, ah, he was the first ballot. Yeah. He's the only person I think I've ever had of a basketball jersey that I vote. When Seriously? he was uh, with the Celtics, I got one. And I've seen him play live like two or three times. Two That's times. pretty cool. Uh, when I lived in Utah as a younger kid, when the big three was still a thing in Boston, I saw them in like two years. I don't know what it was. Probably like... So who was in the Jazz back then? 2010 and 2011 or... Is it Gordon Hayward days back then still? Or who was on that Jazz team? Off topic, uh, but... This was Darren Williams. Darren? Oh, Darren okay. Darren Williams, Carlos Boozer. Oh. Back when they had that, like, midnight blue, like, you know, that lighter kind of blue yeah. jersey, you know? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. This was, the, this was back then, dude. Cool. You know, so this was still, like, a competing sort of Utah team. Yeah. They had Andre Karolinko, AK-47. Oh, <laughs> nice. That was, it was back in those days, man. I mean, both times that game, Celtics stomped. It was great watching three. Being able to watch Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce play live was amazing. Seeing, because, I mean, obviously now, first ballot Hall of Famer, I would assume those next two guys as well. But. No, yeah, I think, I think it's clear. Uh, I don't think... I don't think you can find anyone to disagree. If you did, I think they're just fishing for a hot is Ray a hot take. Retired though, is that... Dude, I don't know if he ever officially sent in like his retirement. Know you know, there's always him rumors. Oh, he might get back into it. So I wonder if that'll make dude, him take longer. Dude, I've heard that for so long. Like Pierce is still gonna be a couple years, and I know Pierce. Pierce will be another flag. two, don't I believe. I don't know if he'll be a first ballot though. Dude, he definitely, like, if you look at the stats, he is. I'm not the biggest Paul Pierce fan. I like him a lot. Uh, I just don't love him. Don't love him. But um, you no, can't take away what he... Don't get me wrong. He said some stupid stuff. And, Dude, and I don't, his and takes, not, uh, don't even get me going on I his still takes. do like Paul Pierce, but sometimes Bro. you're just like, man, you put, he's the kind of guy who's in a hole and Dude. he just digs it deeper. Do you remember? Just, I have so many things I can just roast him about. Like, remember when like the Clippers oh, yeah, were playing the Lakers, and uh, Draymond he's on the bench, and Draymond's just you know I'm not gonna say exactly what he said, but he's just talking the biggest amount of trash about you know because him and Kobe retiring. He retired the same year. No, you're after Kobe. No, he he was after. He you, was... You one year after, so maybe next year. Yeah, next year he'd be first ballot. Um, but it's Draymond roasting him, and then. Uh, I remember specifically when the Bucks went up 2-0 on the Raptors last year. He he said it was over for the Raptors, man. And I just... I know. They just lost the rest of the series. <laughs> and, like, uh, I just... After after that, like, how confident he was, and then, like, to the see... The way he said it didn't... I was about to say, the way he said it didn't help. No, he's like, kinda, like, like he was like, it's done, done. Like, you know? Really, really, it was a 50-50. Yeah. Like, it really actually was realistically, like, it wasn't that, like, but just 
the way he said it. Just nah, man, like, nah. Like, nah, you're not coming back. Like, you better hope they're winning the series or, like... Dude, I tell you, when I always think about him, a lot of the times I always think about this one play... Where his pants gets pulled down or what? When he was getting guarded by Ron Artest, he pulled his pants down. Yep, I knew it. And Uh, just when he fakes the injury, the fake the injury because he had to go to the bathroom. Oh, the fake the injury one is so funny. Dude dude, acted like he couldn't walk to go poop. (laughs) He just needed to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And he just didn't. That's the same, man. He just digs himself in deeper holes. Exactly. I'm not the biggest fan of him. but It clearly is just... Him as just a, like that's just him. Yeah, I appreciate him. Who he is? At least he's himself, right? Like yeah. That. I guess still like he's. I like Pierce, man, but he just does some stuff like that sometimes. It's just a little head scratch. But like, as far as Garnett goes, um, fifteen-time All-Star, one-time champion. I think he should have won more than one. I think the Celtics should have won two, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, fifteen-time All-Star, won a ring, seven or basically eighteen points a game, ten rebounds, four assists. First ballot Hall of Famer, yeah, definitely. Great call. Um, game definitely misses him. Uh, but we have his voice. He's around the game still, obviously. And, like, uh, we still see people uh, yeah, shadowing him the way he played. Job, you know, uh, For, like, the young players. Exactly, you know? yeah. Especially when he's still in the league, and even since he's gotten out of the league, I still think he's just a great voice for them. Yeah, exact voice. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. I was going to say that as well. Um, so if you don't have anything left to say about the great Garnett, let's move on to Tim Duncan, the big fundam- fundamental, uh, Timmy, Groundhog Day. That's one of his nicknames, Groundhog Day? Why? Because he, he pulls out the same stats every single game. Ah, okay. Um, old Man Riverwalk. I, 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 I didn't know that one either, but it completely, I, I get it. And the Stone Buddha, that just makes sense. The boringest player ever. Yeah, that just makes sense. The Stone Buddha. Yeah, that's him. That's him. And the big fundamental. I think those just, you know, that's him to a T. Oh, yeah. Um, but Tim Duncan, 15-time All-Star. What, five-time champion. Mm-hmm. 19 points a game. 11 rebounds. Three assists. 50% from the field. Just a big, a great locker room guy. All-time great just uh, power forward, easily top three. I, I think top three power forwards all time. Um, I'm not going to go into specifics, but I just want to say t- top three at the very yeah. least. Um, what he did with the Spurs for that amount of time, I don't I don't even know if he missed the playoffs, his whole run with the Spurs. Did he? Maybe at the, I think the very beginning they might have, but like poof, they were in the playoffs in contention for the most part. I don't know. Right away Dude, because this no, this year they still have the record. The record's still going for like so many years of playoff appearances. So, but I know he got in there towards the beginning. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know if that was. I I, I think he's missed the playoffs at least once. But it's I don't I don't think I wouldn't say I would not bet uh, that it'd be more than like two or three times that he's missed the playoffs his whole career. Bro, um, never. Maybe two. May, I wouldn't say more than never. once. I wouldn't say more never. than once. It was never. never. It's never. Oh my god! I mean, he did get he did get into the league. What David Robinson? He was already on the Spurs. Ninety seven to ninety eight. But dude, that team was already in the finals before he got there. Dude, because they I don't 
not know how they got that first pick. Yeah. But they were already a good team. They still had, uh, what they call him, the general, the admiral. Yeah. Uh, coming at the very end, I think they still That had was on the tail end, but yeah. Because uh, they still got one championship. I think the championship they got together, the one they got together was his last season playing, I think. I'm going to look up who's on that team. No, you're but, fine, uh, but obviously no, he's had a lot of help, but... um. Just an all-time, and, like, this personality, I just love it, man. Like, I think he's Kawhi. Like, I've, I I like Kawhi, but I don't. Like, I, I just think Tim is, like, true to himself. Kawhi, I think, is a little wishy-washy sometimes. Like, I see him doing, like, staying out of the media, then getting into the media and getting back and forth. I think Tim was just consistent of who he was, and, like, I don't know. I just appreciate who he was and everything he did. I, you ready to he hear great. who's on this team? Am I going to be surprised? Monty Williams. Okay, I knew that. Yeah. David Robinson, we already said that. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Person. Okay. Not sure if you know who that is. Mm, debatable. Probably should have heard his name around. No, it's very, it's a very, it's a familiar sight, but uh, I couldn't like very, list your stats. Like, renowned power forward. I couldn't list your uh, stats. A smaller one too. Uh, Avery oh, really? Johnson. Okay. Who else? Jaron Jackson, senior. Senior. Yeah, I believe. Is it, are they? Does it say Jaren that? Jackson's dad played in the NBA, so I'm assuming this is his dad. We'll we'll say it. Not that many other Jaren Jackson's. Jackson's yeah, played, he's so. he's ass, but yeah. Wait wait uh, wait, Jaren Jackson. Sean wait, Jaren, who who's the one from uh uh Kansas? Is that who, who I'm thinking of? Jackson. No, that's Josh. Jackson. Oh, that's Josh. My bad. Because he's terrible. But uh, I like Jaron. I like Jaron. He's on the Grizzlies, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Powerful. Yeah, I like him. Oh, didn't they take him? No, it was like a Bagley they took over Tatum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bagley. Okay, that's who it was. Continue. I'm sorry to interrupt. That was it, his point. No, but it really is just... Tim Duncan, every single day, dude. You could sit there. I mean, and he was there. Like, yeah. like he was just so boring. No, yeah. If you saw him on the street, you could be like, "Hey, like, you work here?" You know, like, "No, I'm a professional basketball player." Like, what? Shut up. Only reason. Then he stands up, and you're like, oh, "Okay, you're a professional basketball player." I know. I, I said this before we started our uh, our podcast, but I'm gonna say it again. His his draft suit like says it all about who he is. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like just, like, as far as, like, if you need one Ace. picture, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the one. Knows what I'm talking about. Just that basic big old the one that's, like, what, ten sizes too big? or? Yeah, and I'm like, this dude probably drives, like, a Buick Century. Like, just, it doesn't get more simpler. Yeah, yeah, but for sure. you know man. what? And he's if called works, the big fundament, fundamental man, like. If it works, it works. Dude's got it five. Got him some championships. He's got five championships, man. You can't take that away. First ballot Hall of Famer. He he, yeah. he did have an all-time supporting cast and coach with him, but uh, he bought in and uh, can't take it away from him, man. Mm-hmm. All right, and last up, and, uh, you know, obviously it's going to be special to all of us right now, a little tender, but uh, appreciated, definitely, and uh, – 
I think we're all happy to see this. Uh, something positive with his name. Um, Kobe Bryant was the third um, inductee into the Hall of Fame this year, also a first ballot Hall of Famer. All three of the guys retired in 16, 2016. Um, but Kobe, obviously, 18-time uh, All-Star, only a two-time scoring champ. I found that surprising. Um, but 25 points a game, five rebounds, five assists, um, all-time. When you think of, you know, killer mentality, you know, Kobe Bryant comes to mind in intensity. You know, he's the guy who comes to mind and just scoring. You know when you shoot that, over, when you, you shoot know? when you when you shoot that fadeaway, fadeaway or that that insane jump shot. You know there's a reason you're yelling his name. So I'm glad to see the first ballot. Obviously, it would be a laugh if it was anything but this. If anything, he's like you know what I mean. Even over the other two guys, clear first ballot Hall of Famer. Especially with what you know just happened, you gotta honor him that way. Um, the Black Mamba KB24. Vino, am I saying that right? Showboat, Little Flying Warrior, The Eighth Man, nicknames for Kobe. I didn't hear. I've never heard of half those. Black, okay, Black Mom was the only one. Yeah, exactly. But uh, what are you thinking, man? What do you, obviously, we, we lost him relatively, what? With what's going on? I, I'm just terrible with time now. It was in January, right? The begin, end of January or was it the beginning of February? I, don't know. Uh, I believe it was January. I think it was the end of January, yeah. So it's been a few months now, a couple months. I think we're all just still recovering. I think we're. I think now it's really setting in. You know, it's been enough time as to where we're like, we're kind of we're. I don't, I don't want to say where some people are in their state, but like I think we're over the grieving state. We're really just accepting he's gone and just appreciating. No, I good. understand everybody. You know? Whenever you something like that happens, your first thing is just denial. No, right. No one believes it. Yeah. Like Kobe who? Like, that was my thing. Like who? Like, you know what I mean? I just, you couldn't believe it. Words can't even describe his career. Honestly. Like. Just legendary, man. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It, it speaks for itself. There's so many moments of just so much excellence. And. You know, I th- I think he he's missing some stuff. He got robbed of an MVP or two. We know that. He got robbed of MVPs for sure. I mean, how can you average Which thirty five so points? Hard. Dude, the two thousands was just hard. There was too much. There's a lot, but like, I don't I don't. How can you give Steve Nash that over Kobe? I mean, I, you want to give him the back to back. You want to give him the back to back. I understand, but like, he just won one and like. Uh, I understand if Kobe wasn't having like averaging twenty eight, but like dude was averaging thirty five, thirty six. Like Steve Nash was chopping people. No, he man. was, but like Nash, come on, like, man. So he got robbed. I think Steve around. Nash also stole one from Shaq, right? Didn't he still like there was a year Shaq just had a his stat line was just absurd. He was he's oh, definitely been robbed. You still need to give Steve Nash one MVP at least. He's won two, won two times. So, so I, I guess both times he stole one from Kobe and one from Shaq. <laughs> but you have both those guys on the same team. You can't argue that you know they kind of cancel that vote out. You know, that's why it's like with LeBron and AD, you can almost say they cancel it out. But 
Now, yeah, if you really want to take it there, I think LeBron's probably the one who's taken some of those ones he should have had in those later years. Oh, LeBron has missed out. That's when LeBron just went on his streak. Yeah. Of just MVP after MVP. That's true. I don't know. What did he do? Three years in a row? Four years? Was it three? I think it was like, I thought it was like two, stop, two. Yeah. Maybe. It was two, Derrick Rose, two. That sounds right. It's like two in Miami, or two in Cleveland, break, didn't win one. Then he won two in Miami. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, we're talking about LeBron somehow. Kobe, um, what, five-time champion. He lost in three NBA Finals? Five and three? Five and four? Uh, I want to say five and three. I don't think he went to nine finals. Eight sounds about right. Uh, I don't know if you have that stat, but... I'll look for some. I, just, I don't think he was nine. I think he was five and three. Did he lose three? You seeing it? Five. Yeah, he won five, but how many did he lose? That's what I was wondering. I know how many he won. Two. Lost. He only lost two? Three. Two. Three. I thought it was three, but it could be two. Because he lost to the Pistons after three-peating. And then he lost, Kobe lost to the Celtics. I don't think he lost again, yeah. I want to say two. This is not necessarily, doesn't necessarily matter. But when you got five rings, depending, you know what I mean? When you got five rings, I don't think your losses are going to impact that. you look at it story-wise, though because like he comes in in the league mid 90s he's a young buck no yeah jordan's entering getting out somewhat they you know get him Shaq. yeah they kill it no yeah the diesel man though uh, like how can you not kill it with those because they, they, yeah, they, they get perfectly though yeah they three feet make it in 03 yep spurs win yep they come back in 04 lose to the Detroit pistons wins. Everything got switched up. Mm-hmm. They and trade Shaq, right? This is when you see Kobe have some of his crazy, like statistically. This is when he really just he started scoring. Because right? he has to do it by himself, you know. Yeah. In this next two, three years, he has his big eight, uh, eighty-one point game. This is when everything. Well, they traded him to. Is that? I'm trying to think of when exactly they traded Shaq. Was it right after they lost to the Pistons? Yeah. Right away, they just sent him off to Miami? After 04, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they won in 06, didn't they? Yeah, they lost their first year and they won the second year. No, they didn't get back until 08. They did not get back until 08. No, I'm saying I'm saying the the Heat, sorry. The Heat won in 06. With Shaq. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm just getting the timeline right. Um, And then, yeah, he wins in 08. And then he um wins in 11, right? No, yes. So the only yeah he lost to Detroit so Detroit and Boston yeah they get back they do the Paul Gasol 
trade. Ooh, yeah, start. yeah, yeah. For the brother. Then everything starts getting back on track. They get back. They do lose to Boston. Uh, but in six but games, yeah, six year, games. They close. play Orlando. They beat Orlando. They play Boston again. Game seven. Beat. Come LA, back, man. He wins it, and that's what's really important. It's it's him really showing that I can win some rings. That fifth ring, man. Like, oof. Just, and especially in a game seven at home, goes out and beats three other Hall of Famers. That's true. He did have some Hall of Famers on his team, but nowhere near like in their prime. Like, obviously, I know Boston was at the tail end. Uh, but that was like, I mean, you're talking in prime, about, tail end prime. A good, a good run. Our test, a really old Derek Fisher. And then Laker wise, you're, and then you also have some aging stars, right? So like, Augustal was still good, but like, but that was the last year to get it right, and they definitely got it right. You know, they ended it yeah. correctly the way they should have. So, with um, that squad for sure. Yeah, with that I'm group. Trying to make that rerun again with the whole Dwight. That. I mean, hey, you can't blame them. You get the big names, right? Like, you can't blame them for doing that. But, like, yeah, that didn't amount to anything. They made the playoffs but lost in the first round, right? Okay, because Kobe tore his Achilles. Yes. Yes. Well, anyway, back to Kobe, uh, just as far as, like, the Hall of Fame induction. Uh, just congrats to him. It's the right way to honor him. You know, uh, I hope. Hope he's resting in peace. I bet he's still getting buckets wherever he is, obviously. Um, but well deserved, and uh, I think it's the right way to honor him. Absolutely. Um, my heart's definitely still go out to the rest of the brand family, but yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't get over that, you know. So it's like it's only been a couple, especially in such a short amount of time. But at least. It's it's nice to see his name and like himself in a uh, in a better image. Not, not that that like he, we've seen him in a, in a good image since he's passed, but like not that he's passed. You know, we see him. He, he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. You know, yeah, it's nice I to see that. So, um, I say we segue into our final topic. Um, since me and Austin or Austin and I both miss the NBA so much. We thought we'd do a, a little fun segment about uh, the top five duos in the NBA. Um, Austin, I have my list ready. I'm happy to go first and then uh, have you critique me and then kind of give me your list. If it's, I, I bet it's similar, uh, but then uh, kind of take it from there. Does that sound okay? Yep, absolutely. Okay. I'm going to start with number five, the fifth best, uh, who I think is the fifth best in the league right now. So I think you have to go with a Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Uh, even though we haven't seen it translate into uh, direct success always, uh, we've, seen gl- we've seen glimpses of it, sometimes of them by themselves, mainly them by themselves, but we've seen it with them together occasionally. You have, uh, you know, those two are two of the high, two, of, two big high-caliber players, and there's a reason, that's the biggest reason I'm putting them in this top five. Uh, just as far as strict, strictly on talent and what they can do on the court does not have to do with their chemistry, their overall team. I think, uh, honestly, I think eventually uh, the Sixers are going to have to blow up the team, trade one of the stars. But as long as they have the two, um, you got to run it back for this, at least this year, maybe another year with a new head coach. We've talked about this before. But those two high-caliber players, what they can do, you got to put them at number five. 
at number four, I was debating this. Um, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but I got to put Harden and Russ at number four. Um, and this is honestly just because of I, I can't put them above who I have above them. <laughs> honestly, it doesn't, it's not really any disrespect to them, you know. It's mainly uh, just I can't disrespect the people above uh, the people I think are above them. Um, so you got uh, Harden and Russ, James Harden, Russell Westbrook for the fourth best duo. Um, obviously, uh, Houston's had their struggle this past year. Um, we've seen them. Ugh, we've seen them play well, and then we've seen them uh, really almost self-implode and just lose to teams, lose games where, like, wow, the Rockets lost that game. They shot what from the field, what from the three-point line. You know, yeah, what the sixth seed right now? I think they are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but I gotta put them at number four just because you got two MVP winners, um, and the and like I said last week in the playoff contender or pretender, I think they are a contender just because of uh the the how how high caliber these two guys can play when they're healthy when they're rested, um usually in the beginning of the season because that's when they are healthy and rested, uh, usually not in the playoffs because we tend to see them break down. Um, but with this big break especially going on right now, I like them a lot, um, and I think after clearing up the lane, trading away their their center and, tra- and uh, Clint Capella, I like what they did, and, and uh, I like the way they've been playing for the most part since the trade. Um, I know that's had a lot of controversy if uh, a lot of people were just you know, bad mouthing it right away. I was honestly one of those people, uh, but I think I, I've turned around. I like the way they've been playing. Uh, so you got to put them at number four. Okay, at number three, I got to do Kawhi Paul George. Um, this might be surprising to have them down at number three, um, but I think you'll see who I have at number two. I think that'll kind of explain why I have them at number three. But obviously, you have two of two two the two best two-way players in the game when fully healthy, obviously. I think you agree with me there, right? Best two-way players? No? LeBron's still better than George. When he wants to play, fair enough. But does he... I mean, last year we saw Paul George was a a defensive player of the year candidate as well as an MVP candidate. I know we've seen LeBron do that, but... um, I'm not dissing, but just like while LeBron's still playing... Okay, fine. Arguably, two of the best two-way players. Okay, arguably two. They're definitely. You can't the debate. Best they're the top three. Guys, top know? three guys, right? I'll toss like LeBron them. in there too. Um, yeah. But two of the two guys who can do it on high uh, on a high, at a high level on both ends of the court. You don't always find that. You really, it's hard to find that in today's game, especially um, at, at high levels, at very high levels. Um, so you got to put them there. They're at the number two spot, number three, number two, number three in the West. Ooh, I don't know with Nuggets with Denver. Are they number two or three? Um, but you got to put them at number th- at number three. Some people argue number two, if not number one. A lot of people would argue they should be higher. Uh, with the way they played this year together, I haven't seen like that big wow moment as where I'm going to put them above these other these other duos that are I have above them. You know, I haven't seen that together. 
Um, I've seen it separately, but as far as like them being, I know that's why I put Joel Embiid in, in Simmons at number five. I can't put them higher because I haven't always seen it together. Um, I have them at three, haven't necessarily always seen it together, but separately, and we we know we know who they are, high caliber players at both ends. They are definitely at number three. Number two, we haven't seen it a lot this season, but I, I can't not, when you're talking about duos, number two, Steph and Clay. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. They are the, I think, uh, the best backcourt in NBA history. Uh, I think when they're both healthy, it's clear what they can do. Um, they're the second best duo. I don't think, I can't put them above LeBron and Anthony Davis just because of who they are, what they can do every night. LeBron, best player ever, in my opinion. One of the best players ever. Um, Anyway, back to Steph and Clay, best shooters ever, two of the best shooters ever. Um, they've won three rings together. In large part, Kevin Durant had to do with those two, but they won one by themselves, uh, was one shot away from, one block away um, from beating LeBron twice and having four rings, you know? So um, it's clear what they can do. Um, we've seen them been count, counted out um, with KD out this past finals run, I think you agree with me. If Clay and Steph are healthy that entire series, I'm not betting against Golden State. Yeah, it would have changed the dynamic of the series for sure. It's just Clay. He 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 was that X factor. Steph is going to be throw Steph. It completely just lopsided. Like things are much much uh, competitive, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not what it was. Not what it was. It's not the clear Steph just has to be amazing to win a game. You know what I mean? It's not that whatsoever. Um, so you, you got to put them at number two, what they've done. Steph, two-time MVP, unanimous MVP. Clay having the um, you know game record for threes, 60 points in 29 minutes, I think it is, like 13, 10 dribbles. <laughs> uh, when he's playing, I think this, is, this is, was, was his first big injury, and I've missed him all year. I think he's been – I miss Steph, but I've seen him a little bit. He's been the guy who I've just missed playing, the way he plays with joy. He, he, he's in that realm of two-way players. I think he's probably the fourth best two-way player in the league. Um, behind those guys we already mentioned in LeBron, Hart, uh, LeBron, Kawhi, and Paul George. I think Clay's right there. And uh, you got to put them at number two. I think you have to. And then number one, clearly LeBron James, Anthony Davis – Number one seed in the West, which people I don't think anyone saw coming. Um, LeBron going to the West, everyone said, you know, he's not going to be on a steam through it. He's going to have trouble. We saw him last year not make the playoffs, of course, with a iffy roster. We see him get an established star with him, with again not the best roster, but again he is that second star, number one in the West, MVP candidate, top two in MVP voting right now. If not the if not the MVP in my, in my opinion of course, Anthony Davis, the defensive player of the year this year. He's averaging twenty six points a game, thirteen rebounds, a block. Man, it's you can't vote against them. I think they're the, clearly the best duo in the entire league, and if healthy, I think them together is the clear uh, favorite for the title as well. So, there's my top five. I'll run through it one more time. So, number one, LeBron, Anthony Davis. Number two, I got Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. At number three, I got Kawhi and Paul George. At number four, I got Harden Russ. At number five, I got Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. I know I missed one name. I don't know if you caught it. I'm guessing you did. 
I missed, I did not bring up Giannis and Chris Middleton. I can't bring them up as a duo because I don't consider them a duo. Like, I don't consider Chris Middleton, I like him, he's an all-star. I don't know how he's an all-star, but I don't give him the satisfaction. I don't, I don't know, I'm, I, I, I'm not sold at him whatsoever. We've, we've had this conversation. He does not show up in those big games when you need him. Uh, doesn't make those big shots. Uh, when you need him, so I don't consider him. That can be rude. I, I I'm curious to see your opinion on me leaving them out. Yeah, Chris Middleton definitely falls uh, to being one of those guys. Who I just, I can't put him ahead of anyone him. else on that list. You know, like I just can't. Even though he has Giannis on there, it's a duo. You know, it's a duo, and I I can't put oh, him I on there. I don't really see them as a duo that much. As much as I mean, I like Bledsoe, if not the same, if not more than him, probably the same. No, I don't think you need. You just there's not a duo on that team. No, it's just, it's, 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 a, it's yeah. Giannis. Yeah. So, what are your yeah, thoughts? It's just their situation. Um, mine's very similar. Okay. But a little bit of switching up on the bottom end of it. Bottom end. Hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, definitely no Embiid and Simmons. They're gone. Cut them. Okay. Yeah. And I think I'll keep. I'm gonna have to keep the Harden. Uh, keep Harden. Russ. Keep them. Put them four. And keep them at four. Cool. CJ and Dame at five. Put CJ and Dame at five. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. So I'll let you just continue on. I don't know. Um, so you got CJ. So, so you got Dame Lillard and CJ at five. Okay. And probably being just a lot more obviously they're in the playoffs, so that automatically is more contending and just like we. Wait, the like the Trailblazers? No, the, talking about the Rockets with them. Having oh my bad. I thought you were talking about the Trail. Like, oh, like they're not in the playoffs. MVP players is a duo. I mean, I, that's the reason. That's the biggest reason I miss them. Is just just because they're that ninth seed right now. That's the biggest reason. Um, yeah, you, that's. I don't care about that. That doesn't matter. They're still. I wouldn't want to play against those two. CJ, I don't know, man. Like, like I've always, I've waited for him yeah, to like you, pop. Obviously, I know because you, you, you're not a Portland fan like me, and True. so you don't. Pay attention to. It. They haven't like this injury. This injuries have been riddling. No, they've been all over the roster. I agree. There's been games where I'm watching and CJ's there and he's not. There's not there's exactly. No, I agree. There's yeah. Games yeah. There yeah. And there's no CJ. And there's so no. Watching, there's those two. They're missing there, their center. Maybe someone you know? else is. It's yeah. been a rough year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nurkic has been pretty much out the entire time. Yeah, Nurkic, thank you. And Zach Collins, he's missed a lot. He's he's decent. You know, he's, he's a good player. Definitely still been injured. Uh, you lost a lot of guys hasn't too. Been, hasn't been easy for him. You lost Alfred Camino, right? He's he was big for you. Yeah, Aminu definitely played big in big moments. I thought Cantor. Uh, Cantor, yeah. Be, but I also still like. Song that's better than I probably would. That's true. I, I take him over him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but it doesn't help the fact that we still then we're more backup bliss. You know, we don't have a good backup on our center. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it doesn't 
But like those two, like just as a duo, that like that's what I see it as. I don't care about the list. No, I respect that. I like them as a duo. They are so deadly. Prior, yeah, give or take twenty five ish. I'm just, uh, I'm not. That's what they're both gonna average almost. No, they can. I think Dame. I love Dame. I love Dame. And I just, and and this is my thing with dropping Simmons and and Embiid out is I just don't really see them duoe as much. Like really. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah, necessarily, but like they're team. both on the same team, you know. Like that's not like that's the same. Like that's like what like, makes and they're both all stars, so I I gotta Steph put them. And Clay, Kawhi, Paul. Like I feel like those are really duos. Like there's yeah, that. but like Simmons and Embiid, they are like they they are Philadelphia. They are the faces, but I still just don't yeah. like. And they're talent wise. I'm taking them. Like I'm taking them over, like as, as far as, as like said, don't don't mess with that. I almost feel like they can rip it apart. That's how much of a nut duo they are compared no, to the other guys. No, I don't know if you heard me correctly. I I said I did say they should keep it together for a year or so, and then uh, I don't think you should no, you this, shouldn't so, take yeah. it too long though. Like give it a year, and if it doesn't work, it's not, it's not going to work. You know, mm-hmm. so give it a year, and then and then you blow it up, and you choose your guy. You, you pick whatever guy you think. You know, probably just probably yeah. have to stay with Simmons. You pick Simmons, and you flip Embiid because you can, you can get more for Embiid. So you, so you get more for Embiid, and you uh, you keep the long term guy. Simmons is a long term guy. Still, yeah, like I think that would be. He can play for fifteen years. Embiid isn't going to be in the yeah, league in ten years. That, that's that's my gripe with the whole thing. Seven years. I don't even know if MVP's gonna be league in six, seven years. Rockets are still in the the thing. They got two MVPs. They have to just be higher than Dame and CJ just over that. Yeah, exactly. They have to be. I see CJ and Dame. They're just so deadly. They're gonna score. Okay, so you got CJ and Dame. You got uh, Harden and Russ. After that, I keep it the same way. Keep the same. Uh, Okay. You don't. You don't move. You keep. You keep Steph and Clay. Clay State and then AG, yeah. Appreciate that. Respect that. That's that's right, mm-hmm. man. Put some respect on it, right? It's just kind of the fact of what more can they do, LeBron right? And AD can do on the court. Yes. Yeah. Because Clay very two way, and Steph's just not as the only yeah that, exactly. Watching. It's just because Steph's a point guard. You know, you have you have you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, two forwards who can put the ball. You know what I mean? They they can. LeBron's a point yeah, guard who's a forward. Different. You know what I mean? You can't really. It's different. You know, but, but that's the whole thing with Kawhi and Paul too. Like they're two wing players. I I would still rather take Steph and Clay. Like I said, I I I take them on my team over Kawhi and Paul George just oh, because yeah, sure. I, I trust them better or more i mean i trust them more just because in those There's big just, moments well, as far as Kawhi, but like paul george they forgot how many rings and uh we have three rings now exactly so like he's you can't bet against it you gotta respect uh, one it. ring between two guys so yeah, yeah 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 but one exactly by themselves they still got they beat lebron he was somewhat single-handed but still you know, that's an accomplishment. And, uh, yeah, respect on the name. I like the list, man. I like it. You got to put LeBron and AD at number one. I miss basketball, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You got to fill in with things like this. Hey, I, I mean, still like this. I, I like this segment. If, if, dude, if they, if they end up running this horse thing, I mean. Dude, the horse thing, to... that's going to be a whole other. <laughs> Y'all wait. You didn't think we'd be talking horse. Oh, we will. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we talking horse. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, I know Danny Green, part of the players like association, was uh, on the phone call with like Trump and Silver and everything, and he said that like number one intention is playing. So like all the rumors going around about like it's definitely going to be canceled or like, or like they're leaning towards canceling it is 100% false, apparently. Uh, that said, it's outside people giving their opinions. As far as people on the inside, everyone there is saying the same thing. Uh, the, the goal is still to play. And, and like uh, we noted earlier, and I, I was watching something, this is exactly pretty, pretty I guess I should say exactly, but paraphrasing in my words, Adam Silver was like, it's not going to be tomorrow. You're not going to wake up tomorrow and see the news. No, you're not going to see the NBA tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Settle. Everybody should just kind of be like, all right, you know. No, we're going to, it's going to be a minute. Yeah. It's not going to happen. But exactly what they did say is definitely not till May 1st. No, May 1st is the date. The rest I'm paraphrasing in the terms that like, it's just, we should settle down for now and just. Exactly. Don't expect anything to happen. Yeah, do, you don't get your don't get your hopes, you know, too high. But they have the right intentions, you know, and they're going to do everything they can. I I think they have yeah, a lot. I mean, just because we don't hear anything, they're still working. That's oh, they're exactly working all the time. Yeah, that they're still doing things, and you might not hear every update every single day, but you know, just everything will take its time. Gotta have patience, as Joel Embiid always would say. Trust. Trust the process. That's that is oh, correct. No, still needs to keep trusting that process. I don't know how well that process is doing. They made the playoffs. I guess that was the process they were hoping. That was the goal, pretty much. After like being the worst team in the league for forever, you know. But, I think more of trusting the process was just him evolving to the point where he could curve Rihanna instead of being the one who's curved. Oh, he got curved, man. He got curved bad. Simmons, though, he pulls. <laughs> no, he doesn't pull threes though. Oh, one NBA three, <laughs> one or two, one or two. I'll give him two. I'll give him two threes. I doubt it's more than that, but I—I I mean, I—I I, I know it's not more. Yeah, definitely. It's no five. No. Dwight Howard's definitely got more. Yeah, yeah. Dwight's I'm thinking more in one game. Yeah. No doubt. Oh, fun fact. Okay, I saw this randomly. I gotta bring it up. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a random question. Answer it. Answer it honestly. Just what you would think. Okay. So, okay. in a NBA game, who has made more three pointers in one NBA game, Kevin Durant or Draymond Green? Who do you think has made more three pointers in one game? It would have to be Durant, but dude, I I, I swear to you. Draymond Green has made more threes. How I, many was it? Let me get the exact number pulled up because I have got to get the. Cause I just saw if on Twitter. He hasn't had at least a ten in a game. I'm gonna be really depressed. No, I know, but the fact that Draymond Green. I mean, he. I've seen him get on hot streak, especially in those final those uh, finals run. Like where he that dude can't miss. It's no, insane. That is the thing of him, dude, is is once he's hitting, he's hitting. Yeah, but like. We've seen him more often than not. Uh, I feel like it's a, that's how it is with that kind of shot, though. Like, oh, his shot is not. We we said this. It looks flat. like he's wearing a backpack, man. He just tees it up. And just he's like, backpacking that man. shot. He's he just got out of school. 
on his way home, got that book bag. So he... I'm trying to get the exact number. Sorry to bore you guys. Been lots of because so, uh, now they're giving me his opinion on when the Warriors broke like the all-time record or something for threes. Not what I wanted to see. Um, most three pointers in the game. I I I swear to you, it's more than Kevin Durant. Dude, I'm not seeing the exact number that he made. Why? Like, is, is, is high. I'm not seeing it for some reason. My number, I was thinking, is like seven. For Draymond. I think, I don't think, I think that Kevin, I don't think Kevin Durant's made more than six threes in a game. All right, so we looked it up, and it turns out that uh, Kevin Durant has made seven three-pointers in a game. Draymond Green has made eight three-pointers in a game. So, Yes, Draymond Green has made more three-pointers than Kevin Durant. Insane, right? Yeah, it, you know, like you said, though, like you hear that right away, and you're saying, huh? Like, no way. But like when you hear that 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 specific question, you got to answer. You got you know it's Draymond because like why else would they put his name next to Kevin Durant's for that that for three-point shooting? You know, mm-hmm. that's the you know, it's, it's got to be Draymond because like there's no what other reason think? he'd be there. You still go as far out to say that Draymond's a better three-point shooter than JD? Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Draymond for the next three-point contest? Dude, we just said Draymond. I don't know. We had some technical difficulties, if, if anything sounds weird. But we ju- uh, I just said Draymond Green. He, he shoots the ball like he has a backpack on, man. Like, no. <laughs> no. Uh, anyways, uh, dude... I had fun talking to you today. Um, thanks for joining me. It was fun talking to you, man. Absolutely. Anytime we get to chop it up and start getting in about any of the sports, regardless of what sport it is, it's, it's you know, we're always in for a good time. For sure, dude. And, uh, you know, uh, we're taking it week by week as far as, you know, topics and everything. We'll just see what this next week kind of gives us. And uh, we'll take what we can and run with it. But uh, thanks for listening. Austin, anything you want to say? Uh, after you're, you know, you're a couple weeks out to be, you know, after the, the show back, anything you want to say? Um, I'm just, I just gotta say, everybody make sure you just staying, uh, you know, staying, uh, healthy, uh, physically and mentally. Uh, I know for some people staying indoors can suck for me. It definitely sucks if I have to stay indoors for too long. Uh, so everybody just make sure you're really on top of your stuff and you're staying well. That's all I just want to tell everybody. Well said, man. Well said. And uh, I second that. Uh, Like I said earlier, Austin's great talking to you. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you guys next week.